0: Last time we were together, I talked about community. So today, I, Donna Otto, Modern Homemakers, would like to talk just briefly about two words and two concepts that have to do with building engaging relationships, building relationships that will last, building community as Jesus built community in the town of Bethany, where Lazarus and Martha and Mary live, and where friends gathered and are friends gathered the night before he left Bethany to come to Jerusalem for the final week of weeks of his life. Well, how do we engage in people, and how do we grow, and how do we offer grace? And I think that grace is is such a big, overwhelming subject, and you've probably heard the definition on merited favor, and I must be very candid with you. I As you might understand, I'm I'm a strong person. I have a strong voice. My spiritual gifts are all those of leadership and organization and teaching. Uh, My personality, if you are any grand person, I like a raging one who's now modified and is living not only out of her gut, but her heart and her head. What a wonderful time in my life to understand that. But I struggle with grace in that there seems to be a formula, like a formula on merited favor. If you forgive, then grace will be given. If you can be a forgiving person, you can be a graced person. And I've had many relationships with women who um, appear gracious, they're soft spoken, they're kind. And the words that come out of their mouths are often gracious, sometimes gushy. And I've been wondering about this grace concept in having the simple limited expression from God, which is unconditional love. How many of you have heard that phrase before? Unconditional love, unconditional love. And my experience with grace is much more, it's better described by saying, I feel, I feel, I notice, I hear that God is wanting me to do or say something and it's a grace moment. Not because I woke up and said, I want to be a grace person. Because I, I did do that for a long time. I wanted to be a grace person. I wanted to be, you know, grace, 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 grace. And, uh, Tim Kimmel, who did an amazing number of books on the subject of grace. And um, they were very popular very successful. But grace isn't something that you just define and then go out and do. And, of course, that was sort of what I was looking for. The search for God is a journey toward the full acknowledgement of love received thus far and the pursuit of its source and fullness, which is God. The search for God. We search for God and that journey ultimately finds us forgiving people who have wounded you. Ultimately, and if you are saying no no not me. My mother and father were, my husband was, my children are, my pastor was. If you do not find yourself in a place that you discover that people have wounded you <laughs> I I thought to myself, have I discovered that people wounded me? Yes, I have um There's somewhere on the archives, oh, you'll be able to find that easier soon, um, my story, my growing up story, my brokenness story, my parental story, my disappointments and wounding in life, both physical and emotional and spiritual. You betcha. I had some people who wounded me. Some of us have more And less. And sometimes we think, oh, if I just don't think about it, I don't talk about it, I don't try to fix it, I don't try to forgive it, it'll all go away. It doesn't go that way. It doesn't go away. It keeps ugly head rearing up and bringing us to a place of uh, brokenness. You'll discover that you can forgive people because you see that on one hand, they have given you so much your parents let's go for parents because parents get a really bum rap my mother my father they took me here they did this this the church wasn't healthy the, they my mother my father my mother my father yeah now I'm a mother and a father and a grandmother and a grandfather and we look around and we say not only are they right we did so many things we wish we hadn't done but in some way it's because I'm human And I discovered that I can forgive those who have wounded me because on one hand, they've given me so much. And on the other hand, they have set me on a way to experience the unconditional, unlimited love of God because they only can give me limited and conditional love. Simple sentence, powerful concept. Powerful concept. So, are you hanging around with friends, your husband, your children, your grandchildren, your church friends, your girlfriends, your your grandmothers and grandfathers, and and people whom you love dearly, who are going to wound you? Isn't that a, that's a shocking thing? My mother, who loves me, is going to wound me. You betcha. You betcha. That's my my dear mother-in-law who is Scandinavian. You betcha. That's what she used to say. Makes me miss her just saying that. All I can give you, all I can give you is limited and conditional love. That's all I can give you. But what I can give you is the encouragement to find the one, the Father, Son, and Spirit, who gives you unconditional and unlimited love? And when you receive that unconditional, unlimited love from God, the Father, Son, and Spirit, you will have the grace to forgive those who don't. I don't know. Maybe we should have called this show conditional and unconditional love. It's a very freeing concept, and I want you to be free, because the freer you are in this whole concept of being wounded or not wounded, I I fear that we live in this culture that is calling us to be perfect, that is calling us... Uh, We can't say the word or offend someone or because whoever's being offended is going to shrivel up and not be able to go forward. Oh, my dear friends who listen to this podcast, please remember that we've all been shriveled up. We've all been pained. We've all been wounded. There isn't a person who's walked the face of the earth who hasn't been hurt, some more than less. Years ago, when The Call to Midwife came out, now I know when it came out because I looked it up recently. It came out in 2011, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Now it's 11 years ago. And the first show found me sobbing, like I was sobbing, in the room where the TV was. And my husband came in, I was watching it by myself, and he said, what is it, what is it? I said, oh, oh, this is so powerful. And um, I watched it. I watched it in those days, whatever the word was, TiVo or something that you you could record it if you missed a show. Now, you, if you know me at all, you know that I am not a big television watcher. I'm just not. Um, And I hate, loathe, and despise commercials. So when that piece of equipment came out, because I'm not a television watcher, so that would mean whatever night that show was on, I'm probably not available. I want to watch it when I want to watch it. And so I would copy it, and then I would watch it. Then my husband started watching them with me. And it's uh, brilliantly written. The language is stunning, and the scenes are horrific. On the east end of London, where pain and sorrow and despair and dismay abound. Real life story. The, the series is based on a book of real life story, biography. And these midwives go into the east end of London to help give birth. Oh, give birth, give life. And I think their love for that community was just about as powerful an unconditional try and an attempt and unlimited love as it could be. But even in the precious women, those midwives, the nuns, who sang beautiful songs and encouraged people all along the way, it was limited and conditional. Only God can provide unlimited, unconditional love and in that, it will flow through you, and you will understand what it means to be a graced, based person. I'm Donna Otto, and I'm glad to be. Thank you for joining us. We're modern homemakers. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of recognizing those who wounded you.